During the last patch, a couple things happened. Quite a few things happened. The cap can changes were one of the bigger things, I think, and it really brought secured trap meta as the new thing. You have Leashin, we got Capcan getting four traps, or is it five traps? It was uh, Capcan getting five traps, Cloak, 60 damage traps, uh, reduced to a two speed from a three, or from a one speed three armor. Made Capcan good. Made uh, gutted Capcan. A more sure, viable. Sure did gut Capcan, I agree. Gut Cap, no way. It brought him a little more into the no, game. Okay, so yeah, it made him it made him more commonly played, and I, I recognize that. The problem is that Capcan, his identity was as someone who punished reckless play, I think. Which he still does. Sorta, sorta, in a sense. I think I think Sora. he's he's less punishing now. So like, how is he less punishing? You can't see the laser sight. Yeah, you can't see the laser sight, but it's it's not lethal anymore. Which is like, I get I get that you can't see the laser the laser sight and everything like that, and that is a huge thing for higher level play. But they're not one shot anymore, obviously. And also, I feel as though the difference between three lethal traps and five sixty damage traps is big enough that most of the time at least in lower level play you're going to see cap cans getting less kills with the new traps i disagree you, okay why I disagree why? i just think people aren't going to be thinking about it as often you're going to be in pinch situations where you've got a few defenders around you and you're going to try and start moving through doorways and getting angles on someone you set off a couple traps after you get shot and when a trap goes off everyone in the area knows where you're at it's just going to descend how yeah, long like i get I get that it's good for the intel, and the intel is valuable. It's so valuable. But at the same time, I feel as though Capcan's new iteration just makes him not even necessarily like a better or a worse, but just like a, a different lesion where he doesn't get the benefit of the slow. So you get the intel, but you don't get the benefit of the enemy player being hindered in that regard where they need to either stand their ground or fall back and pull out the needle. So you have situations where when someone hits a cap can trap they're more they're they're much more likely to be on guard and able to contest your pressure against them whereas with lesion they have the distraction of the goo mine right where where the goo mine is you have to go through the animation yeah you have to go through like the the, the the two or three second animation or whatever it is to pull it out or suffer through the consistent damage and the slow effect. And the slow effect is huge because not being able to move quickly makes it so you know, on in the short term at least, that they're in the general vicinity of where the goo mine did pop. Whereas with Capcan mines, you hear the Capcan mine pop, they can already be gone. They can already be fucking 20 meters away from there by the time you're there yeah because because there is no hindrance in that regard but it's the intel is the more important thing about it especially with the <sighs> trap meta with lesion traps laying around and cap cat and traps laying around ultimately i think it i think it does come down to the trap meta it comes down to the fact that with blood orchid there was both lesion and ella released on top of frost already being a thing and frost so is probably have... one of the weaker people in this meta honestly <sighs> she's still of, strong sort of. like the down but not out aspect it's really good and they can't right. move i think frost in some ways is actually stronger in the current meta because we're in like trap meta as of blood orchid and mid-season forcements during blood orchid there's so many traps going on, and so many of them are electronic that IQ is finding a lot more play, and Thatcher is finding a lot more play for those reasons. And so, especially with white noise coming out now too, I think Frost has the benefit of not having the electric traps, so they can't be seen by IQ and they can't be taken out by Thatcher. So in some ways, they're more consistent because IQ is seeing a lot more play in the new meta of 
just so I am happy fronts. that IQ is seeing a lot more play too. She was one of those underrated operators. I wouldn't necessarily say that IQ was an underrated operator. I would say that she was. She was. She was. I mean, back when every time you would like look at a camera, she'd just scream out, "Camera located!" <laughs> Give away her position. It's it's weird because I think I think before Blood Orchid, I, I think IQ is pretty like on the power curve. She had pretty good guns. She's a three speed, which is definitely to her benefit. Mm-hmm. The sensor definitely provides a lot of intel, and she was given the frags when they were taken away from Capitao, which is the frags alone are all already a huge buff for IQ, and I think that definitely pushed her in, into violence as well as pushing Capitao out. But I think that the general focus on traps in the game not only buffed IQ but it made it so defenders don't have to play as smart. They can just rely on traps as like a crutch and use them for intel instead of relying on sound and instead of relying on cameras. They can just place traps down and obviously this is this isn't as much the case at higher level play. Oh, they would have a little, they can focus more of their attention on places that would be breached. Not to concern, be concerned about those like pinch points. The other chokes that already have traps and such like that. Don't have to worry about the staircases yeah. all that. Good Generally, noise. I feel like the the current over reliance on traps for the defenders just kind of hinders not not the ability for defenders to play smartly because I think they still have that same. It's still as available for them to play using sound and cameras and everything like that. It's just that I I feel as though people are a lot less not likely so to play off of sound and things like that because yeah because there's less necessity for it because they're less they're less directly reliant on sound and on visual intel that they they can just kind of place traps down and forget about them and i think that it's not necessarily the case that defenders are playing worse because of trap meta but i think it's the case that players now coming into the game have a very different experience learning how to defend because of traps so that the the way the way they've learned how to defend during Blood Orchid is fundamentally different than how it might have been during Skull Rain or Velvet Shell. So that the players coming in now mm-hmm. have a different feel and a different experience as to how to defend. It's a yeah, different so game. It's, like, it's, it's almost like it's well, a different it's, game. I yeah. mean, that was something that we talked about when we were playing early on, that the people that are releasing this game, it's going to be so crucial that they get them right because it's going to change the whole foundation of the game. That also definitely speaks to just, like, as, as they release more operators... And as they release more content for the game generally, depending depending on how they handle the the business model and everything like that, how you acquire operators and whatnot like that, it can definitely it can definitely hamstring new players. I think because regardless of whether or not you're buying the starter yeah. edition or the base game, to play. the DLC operators still cost the same amount of renown, and they cost a lot of renown. So unless you're dropping money for those for those you know bundle packs for all the operators. You're gonna have to suffer through grinding it's out be a, a while lot. Before you can play them. And if those new operators are releasing yeah. better and better, just like more viable than the base operators, then the new players will just be at a deficit. And you don't want the new players to be at a deficit because then they're suffering more. They're having a harder time trying to get better and trying yep, to learn they don't how to play. play. And the community is already small enough. Well, I don't know that the community is already small enough. I think it's just that the community is developed enough to where there's so many people who are good enough at the game that new players coming in have a hard have a hard time trying to acclimate to that trying to acclimate to the environment where there's so many better players with better operators just screaming all over but you could just argue that it is just an fps but it's really not just an fps it's siege it's unique if it was like cooters cooters duders you know call of fucking whatever robots in 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 (laughs) mech suits shooting guns the shooting man you know uh, if it was like just that, or if it, even if it was just CS:GO, yeah. 
like CS:GO, it has a lot more depth than Call of Duty. I, I recognize that entirely because it has a lot more like sound design depth and things like that. There's a lot less bullet penetration and things like that. But I think because of the nature of how Siege works, because of the depth of the mechanics of wall destruction and of how, how, how the different equipments and uh, how the different operators play into each other, there's just, there's just so much more to understand about the mechanics of Siege that I'm actually rather worried yeah. about the availability for players to, to really jump into the game and really understand it at the level that most players in, in the, the current community do. You can't no, jump into Siege. It's, it's one of those games that you have to put time in and probably watch a little bit of stream on to fully comprehend like how the map works together. And yeah, you're absolutely right. It is it is something that you you do need to like you need to either play a lot or watch a lot of to actually understand it. Like I, I'm I'm a firm believer that once you hit a hundred hours in the Siege, you're starting to get it. That's that's at the point where you're yeah. you're starting to understand really how the game functions and how everything plays into in, into each other and whatnot like that. That's very true. But I would agree with that. My my general worry is just that like as more operators are released, as as Ubisoft has said, they want to hit a hundred operators. I worry that if we hit a hundred operators, how do new players oh. manage that? How do they take in all that information on top of the destruction mechanics on top of map knowledge on top of yeah. understanding how how to give intel and on top how of to all utilize... these unique operators right exactly be, be, because there's this there's, there's there's so many operators that have these unique abilities do you just have situations where you know a person plays a hundred hours and then just now they're encountering one of these operators for the first time and they don't know what he does because no one's ever played them before because no one, like, so few people have that operator. So if you, like, yeah. do we have a situation, you know, maybe, like, one, two years down the line where a new player can play the game for 100 hours and then only after 100 hours finally see Capitao and just be fucking baffled at what he does because they've never seen him before? Like, that that could be a very real issue that I'm very worried about. It's, I think 100 operators, there's no way they could do that. It's... If they did do anything like that, operators would have to be released in seasons, and it would be like a met, like two metas you can choose between with the operators that they have. And then it goes that keep that for six months, and then they rotate out with another right. like fifteen operators. Or how many is it? Uh, is it twenty? Right now. Right now. I think. Uh, I think we're yeah, at like six or something. I th- I, Are you I, serious? I think so. Gosh! Wow. My ultimate worry really about new operators being released isn't so much new players understanding all the new operators. While that is a concern for me, I think the bigger concern is older content becoming obsolete with newer content being released. I think we started seeing that a bit with Hibana. Yeah, because Hibana, Hibana, Hibana was an interesting one because I think they reined in Hibana enough that it was manageable. Because obviously, because Hibana can only make the the area uh, of breach of one thermite hole, and he has two charges, so thermite can effectively have double the breach potential that Hibana can have. I think that's a good way to rein it in, and I think they did that well. But I think the the replacement phenomenon, the the power creep phenomenon that's been going on, definitely started with Hibana, and we've just seen it kind of escalate over time. Mostly with like guns and things like that. I think we saw it a bit. Oh, with we Ella. saw it more than a bit with Ella. That was ridiculous. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're you're not wrong. I mean, I acknowledge that not every operator 
should have the same kill potential as every other operator. I acknowledge that Rook and Doc don't play the same role as Ella, so the P90 on Rook and Doc should not be as powerful as the Scorpion Evo, but I also think that the Scorpion Evo should not be objectively better in every single department, including recoil no. to the P90. Because like it has it has like it has higher damage by like six. It has higher fire, a higher rate. fire rate or like the same fire rate or something no, it's like way that. Higher, dude. I think it's like a hundred. It's a hundred higher or something like that. Yeah, some, something along those lines, and that's just that's just nuts. It has the same exact like mag capacity. Its recoil pattern is a lot more forgiving. Right. And on and on top of that, like I like Ella. Ella was nerfed since her release. She got put down to to three Gersmots from four. But the fact that she even released with four Gersmots with that gun is absurd. And I think, like, the, the fact that her sister, Zofia, is being released in, in essentially the same state where she's just, like... These ridiculous she, abilities. Yeah, she has, she has this, this stupid amount of utility. So, like, for, for, for people who aren't aware yet, um, Zofia is uh, the Polish attack operator. She has a, she's a two-speed. Her, she has a 150 uh, capacity LMG, which is the the highest magazine gun in the game uh, to date. Uh, which is you don't need that many bullets in a magazine, but whatever. Uh, her rifle is pretty pretty solid. Uh, it's not it's not too overpowered or anything like that. No. It's pretty pretty on the level with like Ash's R4 and everything. Its like fire that. rate's pretty slow use, too. Yeah, its fire rate's relatively slow. But I use Ash's R4 for comparison because Zofia. As an operator, she has a double barrel grenade launcher. That double barrel grenade launcher has two impact grenades, essentially functioning as two breaching rounds. And on They're top of that, she too. has they pop on impact. Yeah, they they do pop on impact. They don't they don't have the the wind up fucking. I all do that not know later. about damage though. Does it do the same amount of damage as a ash charge? No, the 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 ash breaking round does more damage. It um because it has it has the potential to actually like lethal someone, so it does it does function more as as a kind of grenade launcher in a sense. Um, whereas the impact grenades just deal the damage of impact grenades, so they cap out at like fifty. But on top of that, on top of that double the double barrel grenade launcher with the with the impacts, she also like Capitao, she can switch ammo types to have four concussive grenades, and those concussive grenades essentially function similarly similarly to the Ella concussive where it impairs hearing and it slows you down slows your turn rate and everything like that and blurs your vision a little bit the the blur effect isn't as isn't as egregious as Ella's but it's not as, it's not as harsh as Ella mines generally no, they are on a timer also i can't can't they only sit for like 3 seconds they're on an exactly 3 second timer but they also have a proximity effect so if they get within radius of an operator where it would affect that operator it immediately explodes and that's a concern to me for a couple reasons one the fact that she has four is a, is nuts like she does not need that much if she already has the two nope. impacts on the grenade launcher i think she can she can get by with two grenades two on each yeah two on each two if capitao is gonna have two, two she needs two yeah and especially because my one of my biggest problems with the with the concussive grenades on Zofia is the proximity effect i think it, it if it's it be if she has well not even not even that it should be it should be smaller the fact that it it in a certain way it gives intel you can you can fire it blindly through a door and if it explodes immediately you know someone's in there 
So that's providing active yeah. intel to you right at that moment. And so if she has four, it shouldn't be proximity. If, it, if it's proximity, it should be brought down to two. It should not be both because the four grenades, the four concussive grenades is providing way too much intel on top of her having the impact grenades, essentially making her a, a, a slower two-speed ash that has way more utility. And on top of that, she also, for some reason, I guess because Doc is her secret father and her and Ella are actually only half-sisters, Zofia can pick herself up when she's down. She only gets back up with one health, but she can pick herself up when she's down. There's no other operator that can do that except for Doc, and Doc has to use one of his three equipment. his whole utility. Yeah, like his whole thing. Like his 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 whole kit revolves around reviving people and healing people. When 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 Doc was released, he couldn't even heal people. He could only revive. That's how that's how useful it was considered for him to be able to revive from a range and self revive. And it uses like once again, it uses one of his three total stims. That's a third of his equipment is used to revive himself or revive an ally. And 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 not Ella. Uh, and Sophia just just is given that ability for free. Because because she's just she's just a beefy stubborn. And it bitch. shouldn't be on a two like, speed either. It. If they were gonna do that with an operator for attack, it would have needed to have been a three speed just to match Doc at least. Because you mean a you mean a one speed? One speed, pardon me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a like a heavy armor dude. Three yeah. speed, go fast. <laughs> get up, get I up, get up, get up. Oh! <laughs> just I just away. like. I I feel like I feel like Zofia because they're in they're in the the technical test server right now. I feel like Zofia before she goes live, I think she's gonna get nerfed. Uh, before she even even hits live, I think I they're either so. gonna bring her. I hope so too. Uh, I think they're gonna either bring her concussives down to like three or two, or they're just gonna completely remove her down but not out revive. It, I think she should be gone. It's, she's not the operator for that. No, she really, she really like she she doesn't have any reason to have that. Nope. There's no justification to give her that. It's just I really I really do feel. As though it's just like it's the devs just wanting to give her cool stuff so people want to buy her, yeah. and it's like that—that's not how you should be running your game. You should not be running your game by by releasing cool operators so people buy it and then nerfing them after. That's what League did for a long time, and it hurt both the stability and the confidence that people had in the dev team, in the balance team. Yeah, like but see, it's it's I think. It's terrible for the competitive scene. It it's is terrible, terrible for, for casual players because they're just getting shit on by these new operators that they can't even fucking. Free weekend, use. come get fucked. Oh, excuse me, pardon my language. Yeah, free week, free weekend, come come play Thermite so you can get outshone by Hibana, and come play Ash so you can get outshone by Zofia. Uh, like that that doesn't feel good to anyone. Uh, like, and on top of that, in a, in addition to Zofia being like just overshadowing Ash, you also have these situations where it's like. Ella had just an objectively better gun than the P90, which once again, I get it. She has higher kill potential. She should have higher kill potential because she's she's meant to be a kind of like hunter, kind of stalker yeah. kind of feel where like she she lays down the, the traps and then when it goes off, she just like fucking, she just ganks you and you like you you have, you know, like whatever. She that's that's her that's her whole role. But when like you have that situation with Ella's primary but now you're starting to see that situation with both the Korean operators are releasing. You're seeing them release with two machine pistols, and one of those machine pistols is the SMG-12, which is essentially functionally the same as the SMG-11, but it takes a five damage hit 
uh, as well as um, an inability to put muzzle attachments on it. So you can't have any muzzle attachments on the on the SMG12. But for for those deductions, it gets double the clip size. So instead of having 16 bullets in a mag, it has 32 bullets in a mag. Which like, why? Why should a fucking like I get I get the recoil's nuts, and I get that the muzzle break uh, totally contributes to that, or the, the the lack the lack of muzzle attachments rather totally contributes to that and everything. But why should it be the case? Like we already saw this with the bearing nine on uh, on the Japanese operators. Why should it be the case that the machine pistols on the the Japanese and the Korean operators are better than Mira's vector? Why should it be the case that in almost every respect, these these secondaries on these operators are better than Mira's basically only viable yeah. primary. Unless you want, I don't. If you want to go for it with the shotgun on Mira, oh god. I I, I mean I, I guess if you want to if you want to fucking run double shotguns and just play Reaper all day, I guess you can do that. But fucking I don't know why you would, because what what real reason is there to to run there two isn't. shotguns and on top there of that. <laughs> You have a lack. You have a complete lack of range. Yeah, like if you're getting shotgun challenges, I get it. Me, do not do I, that. And this uh, this slug shotgun thing they got, this thing, what's that oh, called? Yeah. The uh, the Boz. I I do not know what it's called. All I know is that it's got some it's range on it. <laughs> yeah, it's got a it's got a pretty stupid amount of range. So it's like it's like a it's like a double barrel shotgun. It's got two it's got two slugs in a clip. It's got slugs. That's that's the the most notable thing. It's not shells, so it doesn't have pellets that spray out. It has one slug that shoots out, and has pretty decent range. Oh, hardy it obviously, yeah. And also, like its its destruction obviously suffers because it's slugs because it doesn't cover as much gra- like area on the wall, um, so it'll destroy walls slower. But um, it has a, it has a hundred and twenty five damage. It has slugs, so it, it it effectively acts as a two-round glass rifle, but it's stronger than a glass rifle because glass rifles glass's rifle got nerfed to like 80 damage per shot, whereas this shotgun is essentially oh, just like, shot. hey, you're yeah, you're you're 25 meters away from me, you're a two armor, doesn't matter, you're downed, because I hit you once in the body. <laughs> like, I like the idea of it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I love the idea of a shotgun with slugs that just fucking like wails on people. It's like a really high risk, high reward weapon because you gotta be accurate. You know, you only get the two shells and the reload is slow, so you're obviously gonna be in a situation where if you miss both shells, you're you're sort of fucked. Um, with um, these with the Korean operators coming out too, we're kind of seeing the death of Valk in a way. She's gonna start falling out when these guys release. Well. Yeah, I, I agree with that, but also real quick, I wanted to I wanted to just touch on the the shotgun a little bit because or a little bit more because the shotgun it's a high risk high reward high reward weapon, but that doesn't really mean anything when your secondary is just an amazing primary. Uh, yeah. When you have the SMG12 and you can just fucking like lay in both those shotgun slugs and then if you miss them, fuck it, you just switch to the SMG12 and now you have a better vector. Like does it even matter if it's a high risk high reward weapon if your fucking secondary uh, is not nuts? In CC. There's just there's just a, there, there's a huge problem with with new content making old content obsolete. I'm really worried about it's... that. And and to expound on that, uh, with 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 the Valk that you're talking about. The Valk. Oh, with Valk. I feel like Valk needs to see a buff soon. 
if when these operators release, they should throw in a, a toggle ability. She should have one toggle on each of her cameras, and she can turn it off and on once. I actually think that's a really that's a really interesting idea because um, we we explained we explained Sophia. That's one of the new operators coming out in White Noise. Um, one of the one of the Korean operators, a Doki? Korean attacker. I think it's I think it's pronounced Dokabai. It, yeah, it's it, it's it's Doki for shorthand. I think it I think it's pronounced Dokabai, or something along those lines. What she does is uh, she has she has these two things called logic bombs. When you use them, it will call all defender, uh, cell phones. defender phones in a certain radius, and their phones will start ringing, um, making a noise so that uh, the attackers can kind of close in on their position and, and know where they are. Get a general idea. Um, location. Yeah, get a general idea based on like sound whoring and everything like that. And, and in addition to that, kills, on, on top of the fact, she can, yeah. Man, Go. Sorry, go ahead. So when she kills Sorry. an operator, she has she can go onto their cell phone and hack enemy cameras, and that includes Valve cams. And that also um, that hacks enemy cameras for all yes. the attackers. If if Doki hacks one phone, she she grants access to the defender cameras to all the attackers, regardless of whether or not she's alive. Once they're hacked, Which, they're hacked. That's pretty freaking groundbreaking. That's that is a. Yeah, it's definitely a huge deal, and I do think that 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 idea that you had for Valk to be able to toggle cams on and off is it actually definitely has has a huge effect and provides provides a level of counterplay to Valkyrie that I think we do need to see against Doki That's because just, as her it utility's stands, crazy. She can get intel across an entire map. She can have the entire map's intel. She can see everywhere. She knows everything once she hacks. Well. Yeah, like not not only that, but on top of that, like it feels really bad for Valk players and Valk mains and things like that because it doesn't even necessarily need to be the Valkyrie that's fucking up. The Valk the Valkyrie could be playing like as good as she possibly can. She could be playing like fucking the best game of her goddamn life, having the the, the best fucking Valk cam throws in the best positions, and then one of your teammates dies because he's fucking being a moron and he's like way off away from the point and he's trying to roam and he's got picked. Because his cell phone got called and they knew where he was, and then he dies, and then the the phone is hacked, and then boom, now Valk is a detriment to your team, because not because she was playing poorly, but because your ally was playing poorly, and you happened to have a Valk on the team. It's just like, it's it's a it's a gross situation. It going is on. very gross because Valk was one of those operators that was like crucial. She was so cool when she released, and she was like groundbreaking for a time. You get what was it, four cameras? Five cameras. Yeah, at the time you yeah. had four cameras. She was she was essentially the Intel. only the only operator that provided intel to the team. Actually, on on, on that note, just real quick, uh, I wanted to just just jump jump back to the power creep topic. Um, I forgot to mention, in a certain sense, when when the Japan operators released, um, Hibana kind of kind of acted as like a side grade to Thermite, and I think in the same sense, Blood Orchid, not Blood Orchid. Um, Sorry, fuck. What? Uh, Red Crow. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the Japan expansion. I think it's actually it actually it it handled the the phenomenon the phenomenon of power creep really well in that Echo was also sort of an alternative to Valkyrie in that he does provide intel to his team, but he only gets the one drone. The benefit to that is that the drone obviously has the dizzying effect that it can use, and it can also be moved around. Yes. So in a sense, Echo Echo was like an alternative to Valkyrie, 
and with white noise being released echo is still acting as an echo alternative to valkyrie really strong i mean and yeah and, and echo is still really strong because echo's echo's drone yeah logic bomb doesn't affect echo drone at all so he's effectively a safer valkyrie now which is good a bit is weird. and for those that don't know his uh drone shots will stop someone if they're trying to plant fuser it will take them out of the animation and they have to redo it Oh yeah, the yeah that's it'll it'll also uh, the echo drone like shockwave thing will also uh, put Montane out of extended Pro shield, tips. so you can actually yeah, so you can actually like have have situations where you like you coordinate with a teammate, there's a Montane, and then Echo like hits him with a shockwave, and then someone pops him in the feet or whatever. But I I, I worry quite a bit about the power um, creep about power creep in the game because Red Red Crow handled it so well. It was very mild. I was I was really hopeful. Yeah, like I was I was a bit worried. Uh, when Red Crow was announced, because they were they were talking about oh, like Hibana is essentially Ash and Thermite put together, and I was I was worried that that would that would be a big deal, that she'd just be a better Thermite. But as as it stands, she's just like an alternative she's, to Thermite. She's not necessarily better. She's just different. Yeah, she's she just has a different playstyle. She just plays differently. She's not better, like she's not objectively better in any respect. She's just she's just like a side grade. Like I said. Um, and Echo, Echo is sort of like that for Valkyrie as well, but Zofia doesn't feel like no. that. Zofia fa- seems like to me like an Ash right, with way more utility. She is a two-speed, which is kind of a big deal when you're talking about like an alternative to Ash. But yeah, because the three-speed yeah. is a, is a huge deal, and we do recognize that a, a, a three-speed operator has a lot more potential to go nuts because they they can they can play a lot. Uh, they can play around a lot more with like deception of sound, and they're also quieter and everything yeah. like that. And they can move around the map quicker. The concussives but... are just like if Ash didn't have to check her corners. Exactly. It's like, it, it's like in the same sense, Ash Ash plays more recklessly because she has she has that lack of utility. Whereas whereas Sophia doesn't doesn't need to worry about checking checking corners and checking rooms because she can just like all right i'm about to enter into this room let me just pop a fucking concussive mine or concussive grenade and oh it it popped after one second so i know that there's someone in there because it didn't take the full three seconds because i timed it so now i just have that intel and also they're they're fucking concussed so now i have the advantage when i'm jumping on them in addition to knowing where they are in addition to having the effectively interesting when these operators release on the main server who's going to get played yeah. in pro the, leagues and stuff yeah i think it's it, white noise is definitely going to shape shake up the meta a lot in in a in i, I feel so. i don't really way. like vigil's ability honestly it's kind of it's right. just meh. yeah so the so uh vigil the the third operator being released with white noise is the korean defender is just like just like Doki, he has the the double barrel shotgun instead of having. So Doki has a DMR. It's a it's a pretty mad DMR. It's not. It's kind of below the power curve, but you know she has the fucking the absurd shotgun. Not the absurd. Not an absurd shotgun, but it's like it's a pretty it's a pretty good weapon, I think. Um, yeah. And the machine pistols. She's Vigil also gets access to the machine pistols. He also he also gets access to the machine gun, or to the to the to the shotgun he, he, um but instead of the dmr he gets a submachine gun that's pretty it's good really strong i think yeah it's, it's recoil stable. is definitely nuts crazy stable he is at least speed. at least as, as of right now it's crazy stable i don't know if they're tweaking yeah, it at all vigil but... is a three speed one armor yeah he's a three speed his ability is Cloaking a... device is a toggle ability 
and it has a pretty yeah, long it, time. Well, it's, it's it's sort of a toggle. It's like a toggle with a charge. So oh. it needs to charge up to full before being used again. So you can't use it when it's at like half charge or anything like that. But it makes it so drones cannot see you. So if if in prep phase or during the match or whatever, you you if you would see Vigil on a drone and he is using his cloaking device, he's instead just invisible. I don't think if it's if you um, would see him, I think if it's in he's if he's around you. Like if you're within the area of effect. You get the little static on the bottom well, of your screen. No, it's, it's, I think it's just like if you would see him at all. Like It doesn't matter in the distance. That's what I'm saying. If you're um, in the area of effect, you don't necessarily have to be looking at him for it to put on the static on your screen. No, no. The, well, the static the static is, is, is different. I mean, I mean just, just the oh. cloaking device effect. It's just if, if you would see Vigil, instead he's just invisible. The static effect he's talking about is uh, if you're within 12... If a drone is within 12 meters of Vigil... There will be a staticky effect, on the top and bottom or like kind of like a like kind of like an audio waveform effect happening on the top and the bottom of the screen, so as to let you know the that closer he is, it gets a little more intense. Yeah, it gets it gets, it gets more like a, the 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 effect gets more like aggressive the closer he gets to the drone. So you, you can you can get like a vague idea of where he is still, and you can still tell that it is Vigil. Ultimately, I think that Vigil Vigil is interesting in that he he provides a certain uncertainty. Because if he plays smart, you can have situ- a situation where the fourth operator hasn't been identified and no one's seen the, vi- the vigil effect go off yet. They haven't seen the little static go on or they haven't communicated the static to their team. So you can have situations where you don't know if that, if that fifth operator that hasn't been identified is a vigil or is like some other operator like a frost or something or like a cap can that you have to worry about. So it, it provides a certain uncertainty, but... Ultimately, I think that Vigil, his equipment is, it's weird in that it, it, it does almost nothing to help the team. Oh, it's very selfish. It's, yeah, it's, it's an incredibly selfish it's, People know equipment. where you're at when you have it on. It's either they see you or they know what room you're in sort of thing. Right, and it, like, it, it provides nothing for your team. Nope. No like, yeah, like, like, it... There, there, there are a couple. There are a couple other operators like that. Blackbeard is the most standout the example. First, Ella's sort of like that. The first big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first, the first big selfish operator to release was Blackbeard. I think. When, when, when I say selfish operator, I'm not saying like they can't help the team because obviously, like, siege, siege is a team-based game. It requires a lot of communication. It requires a lot of working together with your team to get intel to, to, to like get pinches on people and things like that. And obviously, like, Blackbeard, Ella, and Vigil, they can all still work with the team. They can all still communicate. They can all still provide intel. But I think that the difference lies in the fact that, like, say, if you're playing Valkyrie and you're playing selfishly, you're still helping your team. You're still providing your team with cameras. You're still, you're still offering something up to, to, well, bring the, something to, to the greater whole. When somebody has is. a selfish ability, it seems like they're more set up to get kills, and that's like what they're oriented to do. Like with Blackbeard, yeah, you get like, the free peek. Ella, you get the free... Like if somebody jumps in on a doorway and you throw a concussive, you have a free kill. They can't turn, rotate to look left to look at you. Vigil, it's... We, I don't, Vigil's too new to say how he's going to play out. I think he's going to be a waste of time. People yeah. are just going to skip the rooms. They're like, oh, he's in there? I'm just going to go over here. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. But like, the 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 big the big thing I think is like the the big distinction between like 
a, a, a your average operator and a selfish operator is that like you look like in the cases of like a lot of attack operators thatcher even if you're playing thatcher selfishly you're still helping out your team you're still doing something it's because your, your ability is centered around something that's a not just specific to you like with valk it's cameras that's exactly. not like a lot a lot of the abilities in the game are centered around team play like breaching rounds they create holes in the wall that your entire team can use that's that's just beneficial like you can play ash selfishly you can use your breaching rounds as a, as a grenade still... launcher but if you're doing that you're a fucking prick <laughs> but like if you're playing thermite you're 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 hard breaching reinforced walls that's really useful for your team if you're playing hibana you're hard breaching reinforced walls that's really useful for your team if you're fucking playing twitch you can point her with twitch and once again that's kind of selfish taking out cameras is twitch, point whoring sort of but like taking out taking out cameras help it helps your team taking out equipment it, it helps your team but you have to you have to like really actively try to be working with your team and helping your team with blackbeard in order to actually just set around that. communication to, like, there's nothing you can do other than yeah, communicate you, yeah you have to like you have to like be be on a window with line of sight on like the, the objective or something like that and then like be letting people know like okay there's no one on objective or like okay someone just they saw me break through this window and they ran this way someone trying to get a pinch on them but you have to like you have to really really actively work together to try and actually make blackbeard useful to the whole team as opposed to just being like a guy that get kill, gets kills because he he has the advantage in the fire i have a free peek um but it's old uh, it's old we're not gonna bring blackbeard back he's old news no. uh yeah, Blackbeard. He he was gutted for a reason, and he deserved to yep. be gutted. I don't think he should have been gutted as hard as he was, but Ripperoni. I also don't think he should ever ever be in a situation that, that was he wasn't insane. on release. Yeah, Ella. Ella's Ella's a weird one because Ella Ella I think is definitely a selfish operator in some regards, but I think the, the Gersmot mines they can help the team in as far as like defending the objective and things like that, but. I think because because of the way Ella's kit works, and because of the general design of her of her as an operator, she's a lot more incentivized to go out and roam and instead have like Gersmots on like common entry points and to try and like gank people yeah, as they're coming in. Just keep those four flashbangs on her. Yeah, exactly. We're three or, yeah, now. Excuse but... me. <laughs> And yeah, just to keep them as like really, really effective flashbangs, because they the the effect that they have is really, really huge. Like it slows your turn speed, it slows you, your movement speed down, it blurs your vision a bit, and it makes it so you can't hear. And like that that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of effects going on at once. And so, if you if you just have a Gersmot placed in some random choke point and it goes off, that's intel. But you're not utilizing the effect of the Gersmot. And that's that's the difference between something like Legion and something like Ella, like because Ella gets the three girth mods, but she really wants to really wants to Secure like kill be aggressive that. and make yeah she really wants to make something happen while the Gersmot effect is on that person. So she doesn't want to just like place it down in a choke and then like you know have someone watch it or whatever or like oh the Gersmot went off over here go get him. She wants to like. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay a Gersmot here. And I'm gonna stay here and wait for him and get ready to gank him. Or I'm gonna have it here and then I have these two angles watched and I'm gonna keep this this last one on me for effectively I a flashback. I think you should generally just 
if you're on hostage, throw one down by a hostage, but keep the other two for when you're like, when you really need them. Don't like, I would not wait and do it. Yeah. Because they're so aggressive and they go off instantly. You can, and you're at three speed. Yeah. Just throw them in that doorway and then push that corner. Yeah. And it's, it's like that, that, that kind of exemplifies what I'm, what I'm saying is that like, I agree. You should, you should throw one down on hostage and then like keep the other two on you. And that's just the problem is that. As Ella, you should be putting, like, one down on an objective and then keeping the other two on you, or keeping, like, two down on an objective and keeping the other one on you. You don't want to be using all of your equipment for your team because you can't be certain that your team is actually going to capitalize on your equipment. Whereas with Legion, you have you have little icons displayed on the, on, on the screen, so you can, you can throw a Legion mine down and then know where it is because you can see the icon, and then even if you're halfway across the map... If you see that little point indicator that a goo mine popped happen, you just need to look around for what goo mines are still up or what goo mines are missing to know which goo mine is down, and then provide that intel to your team. You can be, you can, you can place a, a, a goo mine on like the e, the east side of objective, and then as soon as it goes off, you just look, you just look for all your goo mines, and then you see that the one on the east side of objective is popped, and then you just go, okay. Uh, the, 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 the goo mine on the east side of objective just popped. There's someone east of objective. And, and you can actively provide that intel. And, and the, way, the way the UI is designed encourages that. The way Legion is generally designed with the slow and everything like that encourages that. But Ella just doesn't because it's not, it's not an effect that's like reliant on the, the enemy pulling the needle out or anything like that. It's just a, it's just a timed thing. That it wears off, so you're incentivized to really get extremely aggressive during that. And un- unless you're the Ella, you can't totally know where where that is or or exactly like what's happening when and everything like that. Unless once again, like the Blackbeard example, you're you're really making like extreme active attempts to communicate with your team and really make use of all that information. But even if you're doing that. Even if you're trying to, as Ella, really communicate with your team and really use those girls' minds for intel and really have them capitalize on that, Legion just generally does that better. So why why would you do that with Ella when instead you can just be be the fucking the the roaming hunter that goes around and fucking throws flashbangs at people and makes it so they can't even fucking aim at you? Ella's the piece of shit nowadays that's going to be dropping it and getting our cameras hacked. That's that's what's gonna go down. Yeah, true. The the the, the Ella's the Ella's are are, yeah. Like the 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 people playing Ella right now, the Ella mains right now, are definitely the ones that are most likely going to be the ones dropping camera, dropping their phones and getting cameras hacked by Doki, because, you know, the 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 girls' mount mines are nice and all, but when you can when you can hear exactly where Ella is because her phone's ringing, yeah. and she doesn't want to jump on you. When that girl's mop popped because her phone's ringing and you know exactly where she is, like in, impairing hearing, sure, I heard your phone was there before I before I popped the girl's mop, so I know you're there. Like fight me. You said that, that you got like, to uh, play on the new map once. I did. I got to. I got to. I've played on tower once and then on the it? TTS. How many floors is it? I haven't seen anything about it. I haven't played on it yet. I think it's two floors. So the 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 big thing about tower about the new the new korean map is that there is no there's there's not really any outside portion of the it's map. all repel so defenders yeah so you you either have to 
rappel down or drop down the, the center elevator shaft of oh, the shit. tower. So defenders defenders have no possibility of going outside. So you can tell with this map that they're they're really trying very hard to rein in the spawn peaks and things like mm-hmm. that. And I think I think that it this map is a is a pretty big tell that they're 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 trying to do that. I think the approach that they took is a bit too far. I think maps should have some level of like the spawn peaks and things be like able that. To go outside if it's yeah yeah. Like a, f- a defender should be able to, you know, pop a window, run around, and go through a door so as to rotate and not mm-hmm. get pinched, right? I think Theme Park did that really well. I think Theme Park, exact the way opposite. it had its, it had its, yeah, it it had it had a lot of outside area, but it had like upstairs or the 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 upper windows and things like that. They had a lot of platforms so you so that you couldn't peek just outside the window. You had to actually go outside on the platform. Expose and be outside yourself. for longer. Yeah, expose yourself, put yourself in more danger so that you can get hit by grenades uh, easier or you can just get you can just get popped or you're outside longer or generally you are outside so you have a chance to be detected. You're not just Your peeking through a window. Compromised. Yeah, and I th- I think I think Theme Park did that really well. I think the way they handled that with Tower was a bit too far, but I, 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 I am glad that they're starting to rein in the spawn peaks a bit more because I do think going going back to that 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 accessibility for new players for new players to be able to get into the game spawn peaks are huge it's for so that. Frustrating. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people they get spawn peaked when they're first playing the game, and they they hate it. They 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 think it's overpowered. They they think it's unfair when in reality it's not that unfair. You have you have drones. You can see when someone's spawn peeking for the most part, as long as you know the map decently well. But the problem is that spawn peaks cater to people who are already yep. playing the game. Spawn pe- spawn peaks cater to people who know what they're doing. People who have map knowledge, the people who know where spawn peaks yep. are. I am glad that they're trying different stuff with the maps. I'm glad they're not just releasing another Hereford, another straight up and down yeah, I, like I, little I, house. Yeah. Yeah, like or like skyscraper. Skyscraper was it was a skyscraper bit more... was a good map. I like, I like it. But yeah, I like I like I like the the, the sort of like modular layout of it's skyscraper where it's like it's like got kind of like two different elevations. Yeah, where it where it feels like there's like there's like sections that that play into each other, and they're not they're not totally interconnected. Like you have you have the separation between. Um, there's like the center connector and then there's like there's this one half of skyscraper and there's terrace that connects it and elevator that connects it and everything mm-hmm. like that and there's the other half of skyscraper over by barbecue um, and projector that's not yeah, kitchen and I, 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 I do like the amount the amount of interplay that uh, that is there in skyscraper that you can have like uh, you can have someone up above on keg and they have vision of restaurant that's that's pretty cool or like that you have that little that little railing watching the stairs like it it feels it feels interconnected in a way that isn't super super one sided to defenders. It feels pretty fair. It feels pretty balanced. The it's only, fairly unique. Yeah, and the only the only real downside to skyscraper in that regard is the balcony. The balcony is, I think, it was was kind of was kind of like the map design's like intermediate step between theme park and. Um, coastline right yes that was before yes. skyscraper 
No, co- or was Coastline, Coastline after, was right? after, I think. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, fair. Uh, what was what was the fourth guy? No. Was that Favelas? Favelas didn't. What yeah. did Favelas release? I don't think I played when it did. Skull Rain yeah, was Favelas. <laughs> I think after Skull Rain was Red Crow, so I think Skyscraper was after Favelas, and everyone, we all we all recognize that Favelas is a shit map. If you like Favelas, I like favelas. yeah, like if you like Favelas, you know, good for you. You're a shit person. Uh, it's not coming back. It doesn't deserve to come back. If it's coming back, it should be one of those maps that's reworked because it's just there's way too many problems with favelas. I will, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that at a later date probably. That's not that's another not time. Here. We're yeah, another close time. to an hour here. We're getting pretty close to an hour. Yeah. Uh, I think the 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 biggest thing about the self shoppers generally is that they they need to actively work for their team or they need to act actively work to help out their team to do anything for their team and like Ella the intel that Ella provides Legion Ella just does it Ella better. doesn't particularly provide intel for a team really I mean it's an, you hear the explosion no. but it's I don't know but even then like if you if, if you if you aren't sound whoring super hard which people should be in Siege everyone should be sound whoring as hard as they can in Siege <laughs> but that's besides the point like ultimately because like in siege you have you have a compass you always have a compass so you can always be working off of directional callouts even if you don't know the map you can you can like based based on the room you're in or based on the map generally you can say they're like you know you can hear noises going on in the northeast section of the map and you can say oh they're northeast second floor you know, you it doesn't matter. It, like it, it does matter how much map map knowledge you have. But as far as like callouts and things Just like compass. that, you can make callouts and you can communicate intel to your team without knowing the map. And that's a huge benefit of the compass. That's that's a huge benefit of that is general. One is way that, you can get a lot better is to start using your compass and just thinking about compass direction. Yeah, like like where you are. A lot of people, I see a lot of people relying way too heavily on visuals and things like that. I get it. Visuals are nice because they're like they're a surefire way of knowing exactly where someone is. But so also, call out. There's a lot of depth of sound. There's a lot of depth to the sound design in Siege, and you can, in most situations, get a general sense of where someone is just based off of sound, and relay that relay that information to your team so that they can utilize it as well. This counts for cameras and this counts for drones as well. I see a lot of people using using drones as a sort of camera and putting them in really obvious places and things like that so that they can get a lot of save vision. the drones where yeah save like drones are really important they're an intel tool you only get two of them and i know that that sounds kind of silly because like oh everyone gets two of them you get a total of 10 but it's like sure but if you if you let all your all all literally all of your drones die in prep phase you just lost half your intel. You don't know where anyone's at coming into it, and you have to dirtle away even more of your time doing something that you could have been doing in the prep phase. And and in addition to that, you don't you don't just have to use your drone as a camera. You can you can hide your drone away, just and you listen. can you can still use it for that for that directional sound and for using those callouts. Just you know? sit by a doorway and listen outside, and just know that like oh, I hear one in Geisha. Just drive away. Or like even if you don't know like where Geisha is or anything like that, because every room name is displayed right next to the compass, the like the room you're currently in is always displayed right next to the compass. If you hear someone 
east of your drone, like pretty, pretty far east of your drone, you can say, I hear someone east of, and then like fucking say, say the, the room that your drone is currently in, because that's enough intel. If someone knows that where that room is, or even if they have like just a general sense for the map, or even if you don't even have to go off that room necessarily. You can you say, say like, second floor. oh, well, I know my drone is on is on like the west side of the map or is on the north side of the map, and I'm hearing someone east of me. So, oh, they're they're northeast on first it floor. It comes with playing the game, listening to people that are actually have uh, have map knowledge and are giving good call outs and yeah, just playing with the right people. It's probably the best way to get yeah. better. Yeah, and just like. On on top of that, like pl- playing playing with people who like not even necessarily want want to teach you, but want to communicate and want to provide intel and want to work as a team, because that just generally engenders better play. a feeling of teamwork and communication among among the other players, and makes them want to want to give intel more and want to be more play a more active role in the team i think it's it's really nice when you get those games where you get all five people just giving out solid communication or solid call outs yeah yeah definitely but they are rare i think i think generally one of one of the biggest things about playing siege and one of the biggest things about playing competitive games generally is you have to take Mm -hmm. criticism you have to be able to recognize correct constructive criticism for what it is and you have to be able to be confident in your ability to give other people constructive criticism people no matter how much they play they can only get so good without an outside eye saying hey you're doing this wrong or you could be doing this better and trying to actively improve on that it's it's so important with competitive games that if, if if someone's grilling you about something don't take that shit personally. It's not you as a person. It's how you're playing. So what you need to do, instead of getting upset about it, instead of getting tilted, you need to play better. You need to take that criticism on board, and you need to you need to just actually like adjust your play accordingly to that. Yeah. It's just it's it's so unbelievably important to be able to take criticism in a, in a especially when you're game. first starting off. And someone, if you give like yeah, a bad call out or something like that, and someone's grilling you for it, and like there are some salty cats on Siege, but for the most part, these servers seem okay. Yeah, like they're 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 salty, and they can be salty, but at the end of the you day, you gave a bad call out, and like it's don't a play lot competitive of competitive until you feel safe on a few maps. Like you feel like you could walk around one and fully understand where you're at. Yeah, like generally, I would suggest people people start playing ranked. I know, the, I know really the minimum is, is twenty, um, but and a, and a lot of a lot of the community has a lot of opinions about that. If you're just starting playing, you'll see that. Believe me, you'll see that. If you start playing ranked at level twenty, people will will fucking get on your case about that. I think that generally around level forty is when you should actually start hopping into ranked because I think that's when you start knowing the game well enough to actually be be an active member of your team way. and help your team in that regard. Yeah, in a competitive way. But ultimately, I think I think the biggest thing is if you're new to the game you have to recognize that you have to recognize that you're new to the game you have to recognize that basically everyone knows more than you do it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how how good you are at the shooty man if if everyone knows better than you do and they're 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 giving you criticisms for how you're playing recognize that recognize that these people are probably better than me and they're even if they're being assholes they're trying to help me they're trying to they're trying to 
help me get better at the game um, obviously unless they're being just just fucking trolls and they're fucking grilling you for yeah. stupid bullshit but i think i think recognizing when it's stupid bullshit and recognizing when it's when it's actually criticism uh is a skill well, you that, need to develop that, that you just need to develop any game time. that's online really like anything that requires any sort of skill remember the league days oh god oh we're not oh, we're let's, let's not, let's not me, let's not talk about let's not talk about league I don't, I don't want to go back to those days. Um, now it's siege days. Yeah. But yeah, that's um. Yeah, we did. I think that sounded pretty good. That's probably Not about half it. bad, boyo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, that is I'm the, the dunzo. Have a good day. This is Siege Boys. This is uh Intel junkies. Uh, the only players that care more about Intel the name. And 